Blog Talk Radio. Got to have some more front to show exactly 
exactly what's being in accord to the Bible. So that's a great time we're seeing right now. Brother Titus, this music. All right, that's great. And this will still get there, So we're going to we'll go on to get in on take 10. And down the line, we'll look at Luke chapter 20, the first verse. Can you get going on there, young line? Come on. The book of Luke. Book of Luke. Chapter 12. Verse 12. Verse 12. But the right hour. What you ought to say. Yeah, hallelujah. That's real good. No doubt about it. Like we do teaching there. Y'all might have fallen too close. You know, that's how it's supposed to be.
with you and to the joy of your Yahweh. So, that's what you got to look forward to. And Yahweh is going to be something like something preaching on the top of the word and deliver this word. Because he says, I'm going to make you rule over what he said again there, young man. Don't make you rule over what? Over many things. Over many things. Now, he was talking from the second Samuel 719, that young man. Talking, when he made that statement, he don't make you rule over many things, but he was talking from the spirit. He pulled at Samuel 719. What did he say? I'm going to the book of second Samuel. Chapter 7, verse 19. Second Samuel, chapter 7, verse 19 reads, And this was just a small thing in your sight. O Yahweh, you have spoken also of your servant. How? For a great while to come. But this is the mm-hmm. lie. That's the problem we need. So he was talking about a great while to come. So he was letting you know that you would be ruled, but this could be a great while to come. Matter of fact, um, we need to find out a little bit about this. That great while to come. That's a great while to come. So he's saying you got something coming. Now, y'all might have some struggling out the top. You got something coming. I was struggling out the top about it. He says, um, that's before a great while to come. But right now I'm struggling. I'm looking for in the book of Revelation where it talks about that I'm going to have you ruler over the kingdom. And you have to see out. Yes, I want to preach that. So you have to see out about the ruler. And so what on that young man? You have to see out right now. He's struggling right now. Mm-hmm. Okay. So he's talking about that you're going to rule them with a rod of iron. He's saying all that good stuff he's going to do in the book of Revelation. So right now, old Phil, he's struggling right now on that verse. So can you have to go see how about that you're going to rule them, you're going to rule kingdoms, nations with the rod of iron. So that's what I want them. And yet, they'll see how they want to put a 2.16 on it of Daniel and come back to it later. So that's what we so We can do that too. We don't want to be a uh, cricket sound. What's that, young lion? That's Revelation chapter 2, uh, verse 25. 25 to. 25, 25, we read down. Revelation chapter 2, verse 25, we read down. Okay. All right. That's time we're praying there. Let's hear the same verse 25 there. Yeah. The book of Anti-Prophecy, the book of Revelation, chapter 2, verse 25, read. But that which you have already, hold fast to our come. Verse 26, and he that overcometh, and keep my works to the end. Yeah, when I give power over the nation. Verse 27. Yeah, 
Verse 27. We should rule them with a rod of iron, and as the vessel of power, should they be broken, precipitous, even as I received from my father. Verse 28. And I will give them the more to stop. Mm-hmm. Come on. Twenty-nine. All right. Um, Twenty-nine. Twenty-nine. Verse. He that he has twenty-nine. Verse twenty-nine. He that has ears, let him hear. What the Spirit said to the church. Come on, That's Well, 
talking things like they're street people and trying to bring that into biblical teaching. I wouldn't believe it myself, but it seems like when people of authority lead you astray, you know, you're apt to believe them. But as long as you stay in the Bible, you have a way to go, which is explaining that which chapter 7, verse 13 and 14. 13 says, And it is in at the straight gate, for wide is the gate, and broad is the way that leadeth to destruction. And many there be which go in thereat. 14, is as straight as the gate, and narrow is the way which leadeth unto life. Many there be that find and this is what I'm talking about, or at least trying to explain. Because, you know, the way that we get this point across, we may, may not explain it to the way that you understand it, but we're also looking at the fact that I might be rude in speech, but yet the knowledge is also there to explain that, you know, what I know. And that's also said in Second Corinthians chapter 11, number 6. It says, Will I be rude in speech, but yet not in knowledge? But we have clearly been made manifest among all you and all things. And that's what we try to bring to you from the voices of the true of life. To let you know we have really vested our time in this word to bring it. This is why we're here to help guide you through these hard times of bad teaching, loud about the gum, to convince you that it's the righteous way of life in Christianity. We welcome and thank all of you for attending another live broadcast of Yahweh's message. Coming to your life, I hope you always the new and exciting topic from the King James Bible. And first and foremost, among all things, about Yahweh's word. Learning how to connect the Bible books to help foods you should eat and keep them as healthy. All this is done because you have not. And this is the information that you all came to seek and have now found it. In the voices of the two of the lights, Bible God. We're open on June from 6 p.m. to 9 p.m. And those days are Sunday, Monday, Wednesday, and Thursday. But we do have a Sabbath class. And the top of the Sabbath is Friday. The class time, online class time, starts at 7 30 to 10 30. And the bottom part of the Sabbath is Saturday. Temple classes start at 12 p.m. and an online class will start to 2 to 5 p.m. until the temple members retire to Now we even have a website address to get there and any one of your smart devices. So remember to type in tribeyada.com. But after you click enter, also once again, look for tribeyada.com dash Israelite. This brings you to a big line where you will see some choices. The first will be tithes and offerings. Take the bell and follow those instructions. In the other device, you may see, may see menus. And again, after clicking that, you'll still see the choices. You'll choose the tithes and offerings. And doing so, remember what it tells us in the book of Psalms. Chapter 96, verse 7, and verse number 8. Seven said, Give unto the Yahweh, or you tend to serve the people. Give unto the Yahweh, glory and strength. Eight. Give unto the Yahweh the glory due unto his name. Bring an offering and come into his court. You know, I always remind everyone that when you're doing this, to remember that Yahweh loves your forgiveness. 
and also donations to the ministry is greatly appreciated. It should give according to the Bible scriptures that are mentioned in the book of Leviticus. Chapter 27, verse number 30, and once again mentioned in the book of Hebrews, chapter 7, verse 8, and verse number 9. This is done to keep this ministry bringing you thus says Yahweh Also, the building of school, a banquet hall, radio station, and land to grow the health foods we continue to speak of on this program, although Yahweh. Also, while there, check out our calendars. It will help keep you, your family, and friends in tune with the Bible feast days that come to us throughout the year. We also have a live program. You'll find the feature that's available during our broadcast time. Just in three words to get there. Yahweh, Radio Live. But this time, look for Voices of the Truth, right side of your God. And click the red live button as soon as it appears. It'll put you right into our live online broadcast. We even have a few numbers you can call with Yahweh online. First being our live conference room number, which is 319-527-6065. The other being 224-600-5579. This is the international number where you can call and leave a message on the scripture that you may have questions on, which can be answered by any one of the six million accounts of Yahweh's ministry. But also in saying that, I'd like to remind you, do not call this number trying to teach. You will only hear a discouraging clip followed by a dollar. Also, you can order what our members know by calling this number, the 12 program field of 12 tribes of Israel, and the Hebrew. Just make sure you get the correct name and the correct address, and you will receive it promptly. On another note, we might ask, contact the CIA. Your email, phone, or text before broadcast or after. He is really pretty busy with the WCC. The New York Station stockholder, Mr. Cigar Man, and Alfie Minnie Mimos that most of us have seen. But even now, in addition to that, the latter day fans. And that's besides setting up our broadcast before broadcast time. So please use the international line of 224-600-5579. And if the question is legit, you will receive a call back. As I said, unless you call trying to teach. We'll only hear the scourging downfall. Now, if this happened to miss the beginning of today's program, catch the entire show after 9.15 p.m. Program time will be repeated after 10.30. And to do this, just enter three words once again. Bring your life. And after quick enter, look for the voices of the truth life. Try to down. Here's the program that you were late logging into, or any previous day that you would like to listen. Now, during our normal broadcast, broadcast you'll also find we're simultaneously transmitting our program on CellSouth. CellSouth can be logged in by your phone, your tablet, or computer, even a smartwatch. Just download the CellSouth app. We will be listed in the ethnic group, African American. Look for voices of the truth, like Strive to Drive. When you get there, you'll find our room will hold 50 or more listening participants. But Yaqua's Word will also be working for your Bible education. I'm there to answer those on-the-table topics we discuss. During our broadcast will be the Elder Messiah Israel, along with Shia Israel, writing their shotgun. And during this time, we'll be taking no comments on topics 
more than two text questions answered at a time. And as well talk ends before teaching time, we will continue our teaching on Bible. That's why we will draw. But you know, I always give a continuing remark that when we're given the scriptures to speak by this year, be quick to hear and slow to speak so the words of Yahweh will flow smoothly. Remember that we have over 900,000 listeners that came to hear the righteous words of Yahweh. And as I said, that's a good thing. So we can start to do that once again. I'll pass our program back over to our city of Israel, Olu Yahweh. Thank you. 
So we even got Sister B, SJ, he said, look there. Now, I want to get on that microphone and holler that microphone, but I ain't ready to holler that microphone, but I'm, I'm getting my nerves up. So soon as you will, Sister ESJ, Israel, holler that microphone real soon. So uh, what we're going to do, we're just going to um, throw some verses around and draw some time on take 12. So take a look at Luke chapter 12. Verse 12. Let's see if we can get out of that mother, mother, mother E. Let's see if we can get out of Luke 12, 12 there. Come out. Book of Luke, chapter 12, verse 12. For the righteous spirit shall teach you in the same hour what you ought to say. That's right, mother. In that very same hour, the righteous spirit, it will teach you. But we're doing a series called The Mark of the Beast, The Son of Perdition. We, we've been all over the place, mother, but all of it go good. But I want to look at something, mother. I don't know. I want to look at what it says in Proverbs, I mean, make it Psalms 37, verse 23. What do Psalms 37, verse 23 say? And we are live. This is tape number 12. And this is called a special edition called Thursday evening. We are live. Still with Murray holding down and and, and still going to do the best he can to, you know, set some light on the children of Israel. Although we know the international side over nine hundred thousand strong and plus, but they're not they're not the real. They're not the ones that's teaching. They're gonna be teachers unless they step up with a, you know, and come up the, the right way. We'll see. We don't know. We don't know what Jaguar's gonna do, but we know what Mother's gonna do. Luke twelve twelve. Mother, and say again. Book of Luke chapter twelve verse twelve. For the righteous spirit. They'll teach you in the same hour what you ought to say. That's right, Mother. Hey, Mother, the righteous said you were talking. And, and what we want to always understand in Psalms 37, verse 23, let's see what that say. Again, we just about can dictate which way is left and might go. Might go. But let's find out what do Psalms 37, 23, what do we even say there, Mother? Come on. The book of Psalms, chapter 37, verse 23. The steps of a good man are ordained by the Yahweh, and he delight in his ways. You see that? So, so Mother, so Yahweh, he delights in his ways. When your steps is ordered by by him. Now see, so he really likes what you own when he the steps of a good man are ordered by Yahweh. See a good man, but we gotta find out or how do you classify a good man? How do we know? Because you know everybody you hear a lot of women be saying 
you know, where is the good man at? Well, maybe one thing you ought to look for a good man from the page of the Bible. Maybe the reason you can't find a good man because you never look in the Bible on the classification of Yahweh what a good man is according to the Bible. You think a good man because he got 14 shoes on in a, in a five, six figure set coming in. That don't make a good man. Maybe the reason why you having problems with find a good man because you don't find you don't look in the Bible and find out the definition. I mean Yahweh's definition of a good man. Let's find what a good man is all about, mother. Let's go to Romans chapter seven, verse ten through twelve and sixteen. Let's find out what is the definition of a good man. We're going to uh, Romans chapter, well, we don't need 16. All we need is the 7th chapter, 10 through 12. We're going to try to identify the definition of the Bible of a good man. Let's see what we're going to read, Mother. Romans chapter 7, 10 to 12. Yeah, make it 10 down to verse 12. What we're looking for, Mother, we're trying to find out uh, the definition of a good man. You know, you know, you, I know you heard all your life, you, you got many sisters, brothers, and kin folks, and they always say, I'm always trying to find me uh, a good man. <laughs> That's how what the Bible says about that moment. We're going we to peep at that just a little short second about a good man. Can you look in the mirror and tell me do you have one? Uh, or, what, or what can you do to get one? We're going to Romans chapter 7, verse 10 out of verse 12. Mother. What do you say? Romans chapter 7, verse 10 to 12. Verse 10. And the commandments which were ordained to life, I found to be unto death. Verse 11. But sin taketh occasion by the commandment deceiving me, and by it slew me. Wherefore, the law is righteous, and the law holy, and just, and good. Mm -hmm. Yes. So, you know, Mother, see, a lot of, you know, that's why we send this off. Six anointed camps up to take care of Yahweh's business. And we got to leave by example because you have a lot of couples going to be coming in and saying, well, you know, I, I, I need to have me a good man. Okay, good. But we just find out. Well, we got um, a daughter of Yahweh coming to the broadcast, mother. So let's, let's see his daughter uh, Yahweh want to holler in that microphone. It's going to holler in that microphone real good, too. Let's see if we find our daughter and bring in daughter Yahweh and see. And when you meet one of the sisters out of Camp One called the daughter Yahweh, let's see if she comes in to holler in that microphone in grand style. Daughter Yahweh, tribe of Yahweh, Judah. Yahweh, be there, see you right Yahweh, bless you, see you right seer of Israel. Hallelujah, Yahweh. All right. 
So, so Mother, we uh, we got the daughter Yapwa. She's gonna be calling that microphone for take number twelve. And that's a great thing. So now, but what we looking at? We're looking at you know you know the women they love to say, well, I can't find me no good man. What what is the definition of good man? Why don't you find from the Bibles what a good man is? Maybe the reading you you take a good man because he can throw the football. And well, fourteen shoes, that's a good man. No. That ain't a Bible good man. Moses just read the Bible good man is over there in that Romans chapter seven, ten through twelve. Now mother precept that down to the nineteenth chapter. And we'll figure verse seventeen. Matter of fact, figure verse sixteen of Matthew. We're gonna find out a little bit more about the good man. See we're gonna find out about a good man. So maybe the reason you look you look in the mirror and say, Well, why my man ain't no good man? Maybe because one thing about it, you gotta get a Bible good man. Mm-hmm. You go on to nineteen verse sixteen that mother Eve. What it says in Matthew nineteen verse sixteen. Let's get a, let's get a couple on this We're gonna get a couple on this good man. Matthew chapter 19, verse 16. Let's read a little bit to get our point. Yes, ma'am. The book of Matthew chapter 19, starting at verse 16. And behold, one come and said unto him, Good master, what good thing shall I do that I may have eternal life? Verse 17. And he said unto him, Why callest thou me good? There is none good but one, that is, Yahweh the Father. But if thou wilt enter into life, keep the commandment. Verse 18. Mm-hmm. Verse so, 18. That's good. Right there, that's good enough. We don't need no more of that. We so, uh, a good man, that, and that's why we have to classify everybody's in page of the book. How you get a good man, uh, those uh, that looking for a good man, first of all, you got to find them from the pages of the book. You got to see that they line up with the Bible. Now, that's got one part of being Hey, good. Let's get one more in there, mother. Um, let's go to Ephesians chapter 1, verse number 4. Ephesians 1, verse 4, mother. Let's see if we can get one more little shot. So remember, we just shoot some of, we just uh, shoot a couple of things in. Then we're, we're going to kind of get, up, get, get a little heavy in the lesson, whatever the lesson is today. After we take a look at... Um, Ephesians chapter 1, verse 4. Let's see what you really can read out of. Ephesians, Ephesians 1, verse 4. Ephesians chapter 1, verse 4. According as he had chosen us in him before the foundation of the world, that we should be righteous and without blemish before him in love. Blame mm. We should be right. So how we find 
the women, they say, still, we, we got to find a good man. Okay, first of all, you got to find a man that's right. right. Now, you got to find a man that's right. And righteous is 625 of Deuteronomy's month. Now, we look at 625 of Deuteronomy, and then now we're going to be off and running and some more things. But now we clear. So a good man is a righteous man. And a righteous man is a what? According to the heavenly tablet in the book called Deuteronomy 625. Now what did what it say there? Uh, book of Deuteronomy chapter 6 verse 25. Deuteronomy chapter 6, verse 25. Verse 25 reads, And it shall be our righteousness, and we observe to do all these commandments before the Yahweh, our Yahweh, as he has commanded us. Mm-hmm. That is right there. So now, that, that just, uh, that just uh, a memo was well, because the big dignitaries, they were... Um, how do we know that we got up the righteous man? Well, we just chopped it on just chopped it on the run. A righteous man is those that keep if you keep the law, then you got something to check it. But if, he, but if he don't keep the law, then he wide open. So that's the reason why we be in so many so bad relationships, because we go in on on based upon um a daughter Yahqua. Going relationship because of seven twenty four, uh, the book of Saint John. And this is what we do. We do everything based upon Saint John seven twenty four. That's how we roll. Hey, daughter Yahqua, what it says in Saint John seven twenty four? Saint John chapter seven verse twenty four. Judge not according to the appearance, but judge righteous judgment. Right. See the man said. So he says, he tell you, it's like going to a job and the boss tell you, this will get you a paycheck and this will get you by. And see, you understand that's real good. But when Yahweh tell you exactly in a relationship, you get, you get a relationship based upon uh, both parties being righteous. Matter of fact, uh, so we're going to the book of Luke 1, verse 4, and we'll read to we get our point. We'll get a precept on that. So what happens, what we do, we make a judgment on appearance. Oh, look at them shoes he got on. He wears size 14 shoes. He's like 6'2", six, 6'3", six, with a washboard stomach. He got to be all right. And works, and girl, and he got a job, too. So now automatic that make that make him, but that ain't got nothing to do with the Bible. So now daughter getting ready to read about the Bible right now. What we getting ready to read, daughter? Luke chapter Luke chapter one verse four. Okay, what what that say? Then read a little bit on that. That thou mightest know the certainty of those things wherein thou hast been instructed. Wait a minute. That's, that's Luke chapter 1, verse 4? Yes, it is. 
For what fellowship have righteousness with unrighteousness? And what communion have light with darkness? Yeah, they don't doubt. Verse 15. And what concord have the young bride? Hey, uh, hey, Donald, take a fiddle down to um, 18. And it seems like you're a little bit far from that microphone. Get a little closer to that microphone. And let me see a little bass coming out of that microphone. Like maybe you're a distance off a little bit. So uh, for the national audience, takes over 900,000 strong. See, can you pull that microphone a little bit more closer to you? And we'll start back over again. In Second Corinthians six, verse fourteen down to verse eighteen. You gotta go. Come on. Be ye not unequally yoked together with unbelievers. For what fellowship have righteousness with unrighteousness? And what communion have light with darkness? Verse fifteen. What concord have Yahweh the Son of Yahweh the Father with Belial? Or what part have he that believed when an infidel? Verse sixteen. And what agreement have the temple of Yahweh with idols? For you are the temple of the living Yahweh. As Yahweh has said, I will dwell in them and walk in them. And I will be their Yahweh, and they shall be my people. Verse 17. Wherefore, come out from among them, and be ye separate, says the Yahweh. And touch not the unclean thing, and I will receive you. So... According to the Bible, daughter, when you unequally yoke, according to the Bible, if you would have made and you unequally yoke, what's the definition of verse 18? It, it puts a definition on you in a relationship and you unequally yoke. What do Yahweh say again in verse 18? Verse 17 or 18? Make it 18. Mm-hmm. And we'll be a father unto you, and you shall be my sons and daughters. Uh-huh. To be my sons and daughters, right? Now back on 17. Now, so you want to be, Joe, you want you want him to be a son and a daughter. Um, he want to be your mighty one, and you his sons and daughter, but you got to do something for him. In verse 17. Now, what you got to do for him, for him to look at you as a son or a daughter? What you got to do for him in verse 17? Come out from among them. (laughs) Be separated. Yeah. Okay. Keep reading a little bit more of that good verse. And be separated, said the Yahweh, and touch not the unclean things. And I will receive you. <laughs> so now, now we're doing this for the national audience's sake. So he just identifies what is the unclean thing in his eyes. So now what he just says, what's unclean in his eyes, and he will receive you when both of you, the couple, is on one accord, same mind, same in the same direction, that's when Yahweh say, I'm with you. He called, if you are equally yoked with a mate, he called it an unclean thing. That was just called it. 
See, a lot of times people go be wondering why they, you know, predicament. Yeah, well, I just told you. He said, if you want me to be in, make sure you're both on the same page. Then he'll say he'll put the blessing in on that relationship. But one doing one thing and another doing another thing, Yahweh mm-hmm. call it unclean. Mm-hmm. Now, Paul understood that, Mother E. So now Paul went to the northern kingdom of the Israelites along with Zorah, Israel. And in the fifth chapter, verse 12 and 13, now Paul, now, this was told to Yahweh. So Paul still talking. So Mother E, what he says, First Corinthians 5, verse 12 and 13, what did he say that we can read there? Come on. First Corinthians chapter 5, verse 12 to 13. First Corinthians chapter 5. First Corinthians chapter 5, verse 12. But what have I to do to judge them also that are without? Do not you judge them that are within? 13. But them that are without, Yahweh judge. Therefore put away from among you, among yourselves, that wicked person. Hmm. So now Yahweh, so now Paul has defined if you were a person that's unequally yoked, Paul called that person a wicked person. He said, put that wicked person from among you because Yahweh only judged those that are with me. Now that's not that's a big topic there. So now we're gonna um, get back to the topic. It's called revealing the number of the B six six six, the son of addition. But we got to reveal the son of addition in so many different directions. We don't quite know how to start. But we'll start, mother mother. E. We'll look at something that's said in first. Corinthians, Paul still talking. Now Paul is talking. He, he what he's trying to do is give you warning on this thing, and that's why we confuse because we don't have all the background information. And we started watching that one hour thing for detail. But we need to know the plans of Yahweh. First Corinthians thirteen at Mother E. Look what it says that we can read in 1 Corinthians 13, verse 12 and 13. What do it say in 1 Corinthians 13, verse 12 and 13? Let's see, let's see if we analyze a, a couple of these verses on this special edition called Thursday evening. Let's see what's going on in 1 Corinthians 13, verse 12 and 13. That mother, come on. 1 Corinthians chapter 13. Verse 12 and verse 13. Verse 12. For now we see through a 
glass, dark glass. But then, but that, but then face to face. Now I know in part, but then shall I know even as also I am known. Verse 13. And now abide, and now abide faith, hope, heritage, these three. But the greatest of these is charity. Mm-hmm. But he's saying, Paul is telling the Corinthians, Northern kingdom scattered. He said, now, I only know this thing in part. He said, now, that's a big verse he said. Now, I, I got you that at verse 12 again, because there's a lot of, it's a lot of meat on that bone in verse 12. So I got to hear that again. So Paul is telling the Corinthians his position, how he says. So he let he letting you know how this thing gonna unfold itself in 13 verse 12. Read again, that, uh, mother. First Corinthians chapter 13 verse 12. But now we see through a glass darkness. But then, face to face, now I know in part, but then shall I know, even if also I am known. So, so you're saying, um, it's just like uh, you watching a, a drinking glass. And you can tell when something that's in there, by when you hold up to the eye test, and if there's any kind of stain or rust or anything left in that glass, you just about can tell. He said, now, I only have it in part. But he letting you know it's a timeline of this thing going to start unfolding itself to you to really understand where you at. That was probably it. Now, he's talking some big talk here. I don't know how I'm going to straighten this out. But give me one more verse there, Mother, and a, a daughter have me the regular book of Ecclesiastes chapter 8, verse 16 and 17, then have me second Israel 4, 1 through 12 waiting on me. Now, he's making a profound statement here. So he's letting the Israelites that scattered into Asia and Europe to understand he only got it in part. So when he, when, and it's just like a, a looking glass. You know when something is in there ain't right by holding up to the eye test. He's saying that. So now, Mother E, he's saying mm-hmm. some big talk here. And I don't know how I'm going to pull this off, but we're going to pull it off. And Isaiah 52, verse 8. There's some things that got to happen, and that's why we're talking about six and nine accounts of voices over to his life. You don't remember. things that got to happen for Yahweh, although he'll open the land up now. He got the land open in south, east, north, west. It's all open. But some things got to happen for the next move, and we're going to have to see what got to happen and 52 verse 8, Mother. Hey, Mother Lee, what got to happen in Isaiah 52 verse 8? The book of Isaiah chapter 52 verse 8. 
the watchman, the watchman shall lift up the voice with the with the voice together, shall they sing, for they shall see eye to eye when the Yahweh shall oh. again Yahweh Judah. Thank you. Oh. So mother, the six and camp got to see what kind of way? Eye to eye. See, we have to see this thing eye to eye. You want Yahweh to intervene, although he's showing all the signs that his big black hand is on his way to do some big things, starting with the sixth anointed camp of Boston, of Jewish life. By God, south, east, north, west, all bases clear what got to be done, uh, mother. What got to be done now by being North, east, south, west. We got to find out what got to be done. And Jeremiah chapter. And Jeremiah, mother. We got to go look at the first chapter. And verse number 9 and 10. We might as bring 8 in to put, bring Yahweh in it. We're going through 8 and 10. Now, some things got to happen now, mother. So we're going to peep and see what got to happen in Jeremiah chapter 1, 8 through 10. Let's see what got to happen, Mark. So we got to watch everything from the pages of the book. Let's see what he got written. He told Jeremiah in 1, 8, 9, and 10. What did he say, Mother Eve? Jeremiah chapter 1, verse 8 through 10. Verse 8. Be not afraid of their faces. For I am with thee to deliver thee, said the Yahweh. Verse 9. Then the Yahweh put forth his hand and touched my mouth. And the Yahweh said unto me, Behold, I have put my word in thy mouth. Verse 10. See, I have this day set thee over the nations and over the kingdoms to root out and to pull down and to destroy and to and to pull down to build and to plant. Oh. So so what we stand at right now, he got everything throwed everything down. So now we planning now and it's time for the building to start coming up. So we're in the process of the root out of our band. We're clear about the root out. And it's so easy to be root out because certain things you got to have in Genesis 522 we're not going to read. Your spirit got to be right. Because if you want your father to intervene, your spirit got to be right. And that's in uh, Galatians 5, 2 and 2, we're not reading. The Spirit got to be right. The Spirit got to reflect the works we're doing from the Bible. But we're going to daughter of Yahweh because we own something. I ain't got to pop a hold on it yet, but we're just going to shoot through the Spirit of Yahweh and see what we're working with. Now, in the regular book called Ecclesiastes, there, so can you have those see out and Chapter 8, verse 16 and 17. What is that, daughter Yahweh? 
Okay. Um, Ecclesiastes chapter 8, verse 16. Ecclesiastes, Ecclesiastes, Ecclesiastes chapter 8, verse 16. When I apply my mind to know wisdom and to see business that is done upon the earth, for also there is that neither day nor night see sleep with his eyes. 16 and 17. 17. Then I beheld all the work of Yahweh that a man cannot find out the work that is done under the S-U-N, because though a man labors to seek it out, yet he would not find it. Yeah, further, though a wise man thinks to know it, yet shall he not be able to find it. That's been talking about my daughter. My daughter, you own something. You own something, daughter. You make some. Now, this is some, this is some good stuff here. Because what he's trying to tell you that to understand his word, you cannot be, you cannot be survived, 6 verse 2. You can, you can do all that you want to do, daughter, but he's saying man can be seeking all day long trying to find what this man is saying, but you ain't getting nowhere. Now, that's, that's a big talk, that daughter right there. That's a big talk right there. Now, you cannot be a Sirach 6 verse 2. What that say, daughter? And our elder came on the broadcast, so we're going to bring our elder in and tell you all about this broadcast, and we'll get right back on what we're working with on, daughter. But you let us know that, that in verse 17, he said, Then I beheld all the works of Yahweh, that a man cannot find out his work, that's God under the sun. Although he may labor to seek it, yet he should not find it. So, because to understand his word, you got to understand what he's saying that daughter getting ready to read in Sirach 6, verse 2. Hey, daughter, what you getting ready to read out of Sirach 6, verse 2? Sirach chapter 6, verse 2. Extol not thyself in the counsel of thy own mind that thy soul be not torn in pieces as a bull, in, in pieces as a bull, strain alone. You see that? You know, uh, you, know you say, well, are you, are, you, are you going to class? No, I, I, I'm not. I'm going to study on my own. Find out one thing. It don't work like that. See, as long as you strain alone, you'll be like a bull cut out there with a line there. And I don't care how big that bull is, you get another lion or them wolves to hem him up. You get enough of them. You get enough of them high hyenas, and they and they, they they can tie you out. So they do. They are, they know you big and strong. You can put your foot and crush their jaws down. But for enough of them get and start biting on you and tearing all kind of ways. So later you get tired and you just fall out and say, well, and give up the, and get that body up. That's why he's trying to take you. Now I need a precept on that daughter. Um, again, maybe you have to see out. Maybe old Italy have to see out. It talks about it in in the same book of Ecclesiastes. It it tells that it's it's so many 
It's so many, so many. Um, I think it's it's saying something like um, uh, two is better than one. Can you can't hey, daughter? Can you help those see out? Right now I'm struggling right now, and maybe over here on my uh, before we give this commentary today about the broadcast. But it makes a statement over here. I'm struggling right now out of this book called Corinthians. But we know it's somewhere I'm struggling right now when it talks about two is better than one because if see and talking about something in that line. Now we don't want to telegraph too much of it, dog. Can anybody help those see out on that verse right there? Because uh, I need that verse right now. Or should we put a Daniel two sixteen on it? Table it till later. But it talks about two is better than one. And we know it's somewhere in the Cleves actually, but right now those fear is struggling. We are returned, so unless somebody helped those say out. Can anybody help those say out on that verse? I'm all ears, come out. Okay, okay. what we'll do. You got okay, Ecclesiastes you got 4, Ecclesiastes 4, 9 and 10. 4, verse 9 and 10. Excellent. See, that's what I'm feeling like. Every now and then, yeah, I see it right there. Every now and then, O'Seal, he get he get to struggle it. And that's why he be looking for six morning camp to pull O'Seal out every now and then. And that's a great thing. So now, um, Daughter, can you uh, read verse number 8 and 9 for me? Well, make it 9 and 10. Well, ma'am. Regular book of Ecclesiastes chapter 4, verse 9 and 10. It can explain something to us. See, what we do, remember, we precept in this promise to Rob 6, verse 2. By a bull, although a bull one of the strongest a beast it is. But if you get enough of them high hands on his tail, right, they're tying out till he fall over on his back. They keep on biting at him, biting at him, jumping out the way until that jump and they and, and they got two, three shifts of wool. They say you gotta sleep sooner or later with your big with your big bad self. You gotta sleep sooner or later. So they have two, three shifts to keep on jumping at you until you get tired and just fall down, and then he'll cut your throat, <laughs> get the eating on you. Huh? So that's what I tell you. So that's why you got always got to have somebody that's equally yoked with you in this word to have strengthened each other in this word. So now, what it says, y'all, give me that Ecclesiastes chapter 4, verse 9 and 10. You're on the clock. Come on. Ecclesiastes chapter 4, verse 9, verse 9 and 10. Two are better than one because they have a good reward for their labor. For if they fall, the one will lift up his fellow. But woe to him that is alone. When he falls, for he have not another to help him up. You see that? You see that, daughter? You see that? So two is better than one. That's why. And we, and we read it earlier. You read it earlier in Second Corinthians. Uh, chapter 6, 14 through 18. Be not equally yoked with unbelievers. 
and, and when we read in, in Luke chapter 1, verse uh, 5, somewhere in that area, that you both got to be right. Because if, it, if, it, if it's not working that way, this was going to come up. Because if one fall, of them reach and grab them. In Yahweh. Read verse 11 there, daughter. Again, if two light together, they have to heat. But how can one be warm alone? You see that? Now, 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 now you, you work on something. Verse, 13, verse 12. Verse 12. And if one prevail against him, two shall withstand him. And a threefold cord is not quickly broken. You see that? Now, now, you, you, now sometimes you can think about it like this back in the day when you made the, the uh, old mom or old Paul mad. To go out there and get me a switch. And you go out there and get one of the thinnest old that uh, switch that I fell off the tree. You touch that thing, it's going to crack. He's all, you going to bring me something that, that I can't whoop you right with. i tell you what, I'll send your brother out there going to get me. He come back with one of them, three, four cords. Three of them will switch together that bend all, the, and you put them all three together. Oh, my goodness. You can whoop some tail with them three together. So that's the point he's trying to tell you. When you body the body of wisdom and understanding and righteousness, you can get a lot of confidence. And that's why he's trying to show us now. When we start seeing this thing eye to eye, he's coming in. As long as we think we can do this thing all by ourselves, or I, I don't need I don't need nobody. Well, see, that's contrary to the Bible. You need righteous people to be in your life. To show you the way, but they got to be Yahweh righteous people in your life. And it says here in verse 12, and if one prevail against him, two shall withstand him. And a threefold cord is not quickly to break. You ask everybody. But no, this this right here, you brought this, this right I can't whoop you right with this one. But I'll tell you one thing, what your brother just brought in, I can whoop you real good. If you brought three, three switches, and I'm going to put them all together in one hand and get to weighing your tail out. That, that's what we got to understand something. When we come together in the mind, eyeball to eyeball, Although the land is the vacant north, east, south, and west, if we get that one fear right, Yahweh going to intervene and show us the double and the triple. So there is right there. That's what we got out of that. So now we need to hear the loud voice. He said, Elder Mr. Tim Israel, tribe of Yahweh. Hey, Elder, Yahweh, did you see you right? And Yankwa bless you, see Israel, the seed royal. Hallelujah, Yankwa. Hallelujah, Yankwa. Yeah, well, we've been bouncing around a few verses of uh, with the mothers and and daughter Yankwa. But we know one thing: you come on this broadcast to do your part and inform the national audience about exactly what we own. So we're gonna wrap back and drink more herbal tea, and you take your time and. Explain to this national audience what we own over 900,000 strong and counting. 
Take your time. You're on the clock. Come out. Once again, Yahweh bless you, see Israel, and thank you for bringing me into tonight's broadcast. Among the cast of over 900,000 listeners. And that's a good thing. Because as I usually say, the more people that want to receive the word of Yahweh, the more this word will get out to the people that really need it. And that's true. Because even Willie Wilson, as I speak today, you know, he lost the uh, election, but he's out there trying to do something else, trying to get many people to get on this side. Almost like that verse we just got through talking about. As you know, by himself, he easily get defeated. So he's trying to get a lot of people on his side. And that's another conversation. This is why we're here to help guide you through these dark times of bad teaching. Rob bumped the gums for righteous learning, which you often run into, and Christianity. We welcome and thank all of you for attending another live broadcast of Wells Ministry. Coming to you live and open to you always with new and exciting topics from the King James Bible, first and foremost about Yahweh's Word. Well, we've been often asked, how do you guys, in the voices of the two Israelites, get this much information out of this one book? Well, you got to turn the broadcast and listen, because you find out it comes from connecting the book. Your health, foods that you should eat, keeping the Sabbath days, and much more we pull out of this one book. And the reason why? Because it's the information you came to seek, and you have now found that in the voices of the true Israelites, tribe of Yada. We're open unto you on the normal days of 6 p.m. to 9 p.m., and those days are Sunday, Monday, Wednesday, and Thursday, having no class on Tuesday unless we have a high day or a special event. Now, we do have a Sabbath class. The top part of Sabbath is Friday. We have an online class that starts at 7.30 to 10.30. And the bottom part of the Sabbath is Saturday. There's a temple class we have at 12 p.m. and an online class that starts at 2 to 5 p.m. until the temple members desire to leave. Now, we also have a website address. To use this, open up any search engine on any one of your smart devices. Right on the search line and the tribeyada.com. And after you click enter, once again, look for tribeyada.com dash Israelites. And right after you click enter, just on the big line, you'll see some choices. One being tithes and offerings. Where they fell and follow the instructions. Any other device, you might see menu. But after clicking this, you'll still see the choices. Still choose the tithes and offerings, and remember what it tells us in the book of Psalms, chapter 96, verse 7, and verse number 8. 7 says, Give unto the aqua, or your kindreds of the people. Give unto the aqua, glory and strength. 8. Give unto the aqua, the glory due unto his name. Bring an offering, and come into his courts. Now, I always remind everyone that when you're doing this, to remember that Yahqua loves that you're forgiven. And also donations to this ministry is greatly appreciated that you give according to the Bible scriptures we read in the book of Leviticus, chapter 27, verse 30, and read once again in the book of Hebrews, chapter 7, verse 8, and verse number 9. This is done to keep this ministry bringing you Dusty S. Yahweh Also, for building a school, a banquet hall, 
radio station and land to grow the health foods we continue to speak up on this program. Hallelujah. Also while there, check out our calendar. It's there to keep you, your family, and friends in tune with the Bible feast days that come to us throughout the year. We also have a live program. This feature is available during our broadcast time. And to get there, type in three words, Yaqua Radio Live. And after you click in them, this time, look for Voices of the True Israelite, Tribe of Yadam, and click the red live button as soon as it appears. You'll be right into our live online broadcast. Also, we have a few numbers you can call with Yaqua in mind. The first is our live conference room number which is 319-527-6065. The other is, I would say, our international line, which is 224-600-5579. This is where you can call and leave a message on those Bible scriptures that you may have questions on, which can be answered by any one of the six nine camps of the Aquasman. But also in saying that, do not. Call this number trying to teach. I'll have to remind you, I'll only hear a discouraging click followed by a dial tone. Also, by calling that same number, you can order what our members know as the 12 programs via the 12 tribes of Israel on DVD. Just make sure we get the correct name and the correct address, and you will receive it promptly. Now, on another note, we might ask, please do not contact the CF via email, phone, or text before broadcast or afterwards. As you might imagine, the CS is usually pretty busy with the WCC, the New York Station stockholder, Mr. Sigarman, and answering many memos. And even now, in addition to that, the Latter-day Saints. And that's even besides setting up our broadcast before broadcast time. Well, this stuff is even difficult to remember to say. So please use the international line of 224-600. Five five seven nine, and if the question is legit, you will receive a call back, unless you call trying to teach. As I said, you will only hear discouraging downtime. Now, if you've happened to miss the beginning of today's program, you catch the entire show after nine fifteen p.m. Except Fridays, program time will be repeated after ten thirty. And to do this, just enter three words: Yakwa Radio Live. And after clicking it, look for Voices of the Trizolites, Tribe of Yada. Choose the program that you are late logging into. Previous day, you see, you would like to listen. And also, during our normal broadcast broadcast, we're also simultaneously transmitting on Teltalk, which can be logged in by your phone, your tablet, computer, even your smartwatch. Just make sure you've downloaded the Teltalk app. We'll be listed there under ethnic groups. African-American. Look for Voices of the Trizolites, Tribe of Yadda. You'll find a room will hold 50 or more listening participants. For Yaqua's word, we'll also be working for your Bible education. And online, you have to answer any of the on-the-table topics we discuss. During our program will be Elder Mr. Tibbs Israel, along with Seer Israel, writing a shotgun. During this time, we'll be taking no comments off topic or any more than two text questions answered at a time. And you'll find the broad talk ends, but we will continue our teaching on top talk. Doc will be with you all. But one important to note, note to remember, 
When we're given the scriptures to speak by the seer, be quick to hear and slow to speak. So the words of Yahweh flow smoothly, remembering that we have over 900,000 listeners that came to listen to the righteous words of Yahweh. And a reminder of that is given in 1 Corinthians chapter 14, verse 33. And to read that, it says, For Yahweh is not the author of confusion, but of peace, and of all churches are covenants of the saints. Because when we do this, we keep Yahweh's scriptures in mind. But when you find those trying to win the bump the gums contest, they miss all of Yahweh's glory, which is said unto them. Because we are rehearsing the righteous act to learn the words of Yahweh, as was said earlier in our program. So we can continue. We'll pass our program back to Sierra Israel and say, Hallelujah, All right, there, Hallelujah, on that. Um, I'm a daughter. We, we, you was um, holding a verse for me and second, what that was again, um, and second, Ezra 4, 1 through 12. Well, what was, what was that verse was that daughter that you was holding for? I think it's time for that verse now. Second um, Ezra, verse 1 through 12. Okay, good. Chapter 4, 1 through 12. Yeah, it's time for that verse right now. But before you read that, hey, Elder, kind of give me, I'm going to get a, a precept on that, what he means by two is better then one and then and that three four court you really hear some business. I I'm gonna get a precept on that one, then we can get back to daughter and that verse that, that she working on. Give me that Genesis chapter uh, eleven, one through six. And you go to the foundation of that understanding. So we have to watch this thing because this thing can go either direction. But Yahweh is talking to his son, angel is also listening to him. Let's see what he says in Genesis chapter 11, Elder Mr. Tibbs Israel. What it says we can read in Genesis chapter 11, 1 down to verse 6. What it says, Elder? Okay, in the book of Genesis chapter 11, reading verses 1 through verse number 6. One says, And the whole earth was of one language and one speech. Two. And it came to pass as they journeyed from the east, that they found a plain in the land of Sinar, and they dwell there. And they said one to another, Go to let us make a brick, make a brick, and burn them thoroughly. And they had brick for stone, and slime they had made for mortar. Four. And they said, Go and let us build, let us build a city and a tower whose top may reach unto heaven, and let us make us a name, lest we be scattered abroad upon the face of the whole earth. Five. And the Yahweh came down to see and the tower which the children of men build. Six. And the Yahweh said, Behold, the people is one, and they have all one language, and this is they begin to, this is they begin to do. And now nothing will be restrained from them which they have imagined to do. You see that? 
But see, they was one in wickedness. Imagine if you won in Yahweh. So he said they was won based upon being wicked. And their imagination was all type of ways. So imagine Yahweh came down to see the power with men they did. But that was upon a wickedness. Imagine what can be done when we of righteousness and come together eyeball to eyeball with Mother Red and Isaiah 52, verse 8. I mean, things can get moving real quick if we understand the foundation of what got to read. So that's good enough. That's the precept to that right there. So now we're going back to daughter of Yahweh. We're going to 2nd Ezra 4, 1 down to verse 12. Second Ezra chapter four, one down to verse twelve. Daughter, you on the clock? Come on. Second Ezra chapter four, verse one through twelve. Oh, my apologies. Hold on, gotta get that right quick. Okay. Second Ezra. I thought I was. Okay, Second Ezra chapter four, verse one through twelve. And the angel that was sent unto me, whose name was Uriel, gave me an answer. Verse 2, and said, Thy mind have gone too far in this world, and thinkest thou to comprehend the way of the Most High. Verse 3, Then said I, Yea, my Yahweh. And he answered me and said, I am sent to show thee three ways. And he set forth three similitudes before thee. Verse 4, Whereof, if thou canst declare me one, I will show thee also the way that thou desirest to see, and I will show thee from whence the wicked mind cometh. Verse 5, And I said, Tell me, my Yahweh. Then he said unto me, Go thy way. Weigh me the weight of the fire, or measure me the blast of the wind, or call me again the day that is past. Verse 6, then answered I and said, What man is able to do that, that thou shouldest ask such things of me? Verse 7, And he said unto me, See how great dwellings are the midst of the sea, and how many springs are in the beginning of the deep, or how many springs are in the above the firmament, or which are the outings of paradise? Verse 8, Preadventure, thou wouldest say unto me, I never went down into the deep, nor as yet into hell, neither did I ever climb up into heaven. Verse 9, nevertheless, now have I asked thee, but only of the fire and wind, and of the day wherethrough thou hast passed, and of things from which thou canst not be separated. And yet, can thou give me no answer of them? Verse 10, he said, Moreover unto me, thine, thine own things, and such as are grown up with thee, canst thou not know? Verse 11, how should thy vessel then be able to comprehend highest, and the world being now outwardly corrupt, to understand the corruption that is evident in my sight. Verse 12, 
Then said I. Then said I unto him, It were better that we were all not at all, than that we should live still in wickedness and to suffer and not to know wherefore. Verse thirteen. Come on. 
the book of Ezekiel, chapter 17, verse 1. And the word of the Yahweh come unto me, saying, verse 2, Son of man, put, that, put forth a river and speed parable unto the family of Israel. You mean well, Yahweh told us here that when you speak to the children of Israel, speaking what? Riddles and parables. Yeah. And that's the reason why we don't understand this Bible because we learn this Bible by going to see this 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 this, this gonna take it so many different directions. But you mean Hosea twelve ten there. And then I'm gonna, I'm gonna have to just follow the mind of what all my spirit in this lesson. See, when we read this Bible, that's why this ministry got to come together and understand what Yahweh wants. You want to mean I mean? It's certain things we're gonna have to do. Eye to eye, be as one and move forward up under him. And then he's going to show us the way. So he told the fear, that I'm going to sit before you three similitudes. That means I'm going to compare something in your life to something for you to understand. And guess what? And Hosea, mother, getting ready to read 12, verse 10. What's that say? The book of Hosea, chapter 12, verse 10. I have also spoken by this seal, and I have multiplied vision and used humility by the ministers of the seal. So all the one got a ministry is that he deals with is the fear. And the fear loves this to similitudes. That means when he was talking to him, he used similitudes. Not only that, mother, he used 78 verse 2. He used Psalm 78, verse 2. Now, y'all don't open, open a nice big can. If you just for his, it will be the timeline. He's going to get away from us, but that's some pretty good stuff that we all heard so far. See, that's why this ministry got to come. We got to wake up and understand one thing. It's time to connect up on the YHWA because it's in the time that he got on the table because everything daughter had me in the fifth chapter of Revelation waiting on me. Revelation chapter five had that waiting on me. Now mm-hmm. what you getting ready to read, Mother? The book of Psalms, chapter seven, eight, verse two. Okay. I will open the mouth and they parable. I will other dark friends of old. So the Spirit is telling David that when I speak to you, I'm going to speak to you. What 
kind of way, mother? Dark sands of old. I will speak to you by dark sands of old. See, I'm not going to speak to you straight up. No. You have to understand the Bible is dark sands of old. See, everybody, he already knows. Uh, give me that. Give me Matthew 13, 13. We'll make it 10 and 13. 10, 13, 34, 35. And then daughter have me that 5, verse 1, Revelation waiting on me. Look what the man saying. He said, listen, this is the angel said from the son, the guy from the father. He said, now, David, when I talk to you, it's going to be dark sands of old. I mean, this is going to be some dark senses that, that a person can be listening but don't understand what's going on. That's why he was preparing David. It's going to be dark sands of old. Now, when Yahweh came in the body, and the 13th chapter, verse 10 and 13, Elder, 34 and 35, let's see if he changed anything in Matthew 13, 10, 13, 34, 35. Take a time, Elder, and do your part to Elder Israel. Come on. Okay, in the book of Matthews, chapter 13. Reading verses 10, 13, 34, and 35. 10 says, And the disciples came and said unto him, Why speakest thou unto them in parables? 13. Therefore speak I to them in parables, because they see, see not, and they hear, hear not, neither do they understand. 34 says all these things thank God for the son unto the multitudes in parables and without a parable spake he not unto them 35 that it might be fulfilled which was spoken by the seers saying I will open my mouth in parables and I will utter things which have been kept secret from the foundation of the world. Mm-hmm. And, and, and what been kept secret? Uh, you know, Deuteronomy 29, 29. And what have been kept secret even to this day? Deuteronomy 29, 29. Deut- mm-hmm. Deuteronomy chapter 29, looking at verse number 29, says, And the secret things belong unto the Yahweh, our Yahweh. But those things which are revealed belong unto us and to our children forever, that we may do all the words of this law to our instructions. You see that? So what secret thing has been re- that, that is now to be revealed to you again? If the law ain't done away with it. If the law ain't done away with it. See, that's James right there. See, what, what have been done through religion of Christianity, Islam, and Judaism, we all over the place. And the secret thing is that um, um, 
daughter, I know you're holding that fifth chapter, daughter. Give me Romans chapter 4, 6 to 8. Romans chapter 4, 6 to 8, then we're going to that fifth chapter. So you see, what's in hell from us is the secret thing that the preachers of Christianity, Islam, and Judaism have told you, you don't need them no more. You don't need them no law. But then Paul was leased out on the Israelites that was in Rome, and he made a profound statement in the fourth chapter, uh, 6 to 8. Oh, and what he said, uh, even as David also described the blessedness of the man unto whom Yahweh imputed righteousness without works, saying, Blessed are the iniquities are forgiven and whose sins are covered. Verse 8 Blessed is the man to whom Yahweh will not impute sin. So you bless when you repent from sinning. Against Yahweh. Sin is breaking his law. He said, He will look at you as, okay, you did repent. You stopped sinning against me. See, that is the mystery. We think we can get sinning against Yahweh and get forgiven. No, you got to stop sinning against him. You bless when he. Blot out your sins, and all of your sins can be blot out if I keep in the law. And all of your sins gonna be blotted out by keeping the law. But your preachers tell you the law is done away with. The only way he gonna blot it out, he gotta see you being a doer of the law, not just a hero. In Romans 2.13, but you got to be a doer. So that's the mystery that we try to bring back to you and to come as one up on a YAWA to receive the blessing you got. And all the way you get the blessing, you got to be up on the Yahweh's law. That's the thing So because daughter's getting ready to read end time prophecy in the fifth chapter. And we're going to read till we get our point. Revelation chapter 5. Pick up verse 1. Let's talk about it. Come on, come on, John. Let's read a little bit. Come on. Revelation chapter 5, verse 1. And I saw in the right hand of him that sat on the throne a book within on the back seal with seven seals. Verse 2. And I saw a strong angel proclaiming with a loud voice, who is worthy to open the book and to loose the seals thereof. Three. Verse 3. And there was found written in the book of life, and no man in heaven nor in earth, neither under the earth, was able to open the book, neither to look thereon. Verse 4. And I wept much, because no man found worthy to open and to read the book, neither to look thereon. And one of the elders said unto me, Weep not, behold, the lion of the tribe of Yahdah Judah, the root of David, have prevailed to open the book and to delete and to loose 
seven seals thereof. Verse six. And I beheld in the midst of the of the throne and of the four beasts, and in the midst of the elders stood a lamb as it had been slain, having seven horns and seven eyes. And which are the seven spirits of Yahweh sent forth into all the earth. Uh-huh. So we find out that this book that he had in Zen, it had seven seals. That was his book had on the seven seals, that daughter. And and them seals and what was in this book, we're going to entire prophecy, daughter of Yahweh, and we're going to find out a little bit more about these seven seals that he had. We want to go to Revelation chapter, we're going to Revelation chapter 15, daughter, and we want to look at something that we can read. In the 15th chapter, verse 1, and we'll skip down to 6, down to verse 8. Let's see what, what we're working with. He said, now, the angels of no man in heaven on earth, they can open and loose these seals. But it was the seventh seal. So we need to know more about that. And the way you find out about that is precept in your Bible to Revelation chapter 15. And we're looking at verse 1, 6 down to verse 8. What is it, that daughter? You're on the clock. Come on. Revelation 15, verse 1, 6 and 8. Mm-hmm. Revelation 15, verse 1. And I, saw another, and I saw another sign in heaven, great and marvelous, seven angels having the seven last plagues. For in them is filled up the wrath of the Yahweh. Okay. And six and eight. Revelation fifteen six. And the seven angels came out of the temple, having the seven plagues, clothed in pure and clothed in pure and white linen, and having their breasts girded with golden girdles. Seven. One of the four beasts gave unto the seven angels seven golden bars. Yeah, I'll read that verse seven again. And one of the four beasts gave unto the seven angels seven golden bars, full of the wrath of Yahweh, who live forever and ever. Eight. Verse eight. And the temple was filled with smoke from the glory of the Yahuwah and from his power, and no man was able to enter into the temple till the seven plagues of the seven angels were filled, were fulfilled. Mm-hmm. Now, now read, now read again on fifteen one, and, and what does what does seven represent? And I saw another sign in heaven, great and marvelous, seven angels having the seven last plagues. For in them is filled up the wrath of Yahweh. So, so seven means last. That's it. So that's it. So 
this seven, this is seven last plague. And when the son received the book, it was it was seven sealed precept is showing it's the last plague. So the song was reading that he can't make no alteration in his book. And he made the claim that the seven is the seven last plague. Do you know what time we in right now, daughter in the sixth chapter of Hosea one and two? Okay, let's see if we in the last. We're going to Hosea 6, 1 and 2. What does it say that daughter in, in Hosea 6, 1 and 2? Hosea chapter 6, verse number 1 and 2. Come and let us return unto the Yahweh, for he have torn and he will heal us. He has he smitten and he will bind us up. Verse 2, after two days he will revive us. And the third day he will raise us up. And we shall live in his sight. So, Adam was born 4004. The son was born 4 BC. According to Elder reading Psalms 90, verse 4, what time are we in when the Elder reads Psalms 90, verse 4? Backed up with Mother Eve. In Second Peter three, verse number eight down to verse ten, listen real good, and 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 maybe you might get suspicious of what time the Bible clock is when the elder look at ninety verse four Psalms and Mother Eve have the book called Second Peter three eight through ten. And let's see what we hear after these two verses read. Come on there, young Ma'il. Where's Ma'il at? Where's Ma'il in Psalm 90, verse 4? Alleluia. Psalms chapter 90, verse number 4. 4 says, For a thousand years in thy sight are but as yesterday, but... When it is past, and as a watch in the night. So Yahweh calls a day like a thousand years, no different. He calls a day like a thousand years in his time. Remember, from Adam to the sun, 4,000 years, or we can say four days. Yahweh the sun been gone two days or 2,000 years. So that puts you right in the midst of the final last place called seven. So you're right in the middle of the seven. You're in seven. The seven can end any given time because it's not going to get to eight. So now when Mother reads Second Peter chapter 3, 8 through 10, listen to what old mother's now. Now, Peter pulled his verse from Psalm 90, verse 4. So he was enlightening the elders about the timeline even in his day. And what did he say there? Um, and daughter, come back with 11 down to verse 16. <laughs> this is what he said 
thing here. See, he's saying something, but remember, everybody of Yahweh did not speak plainly for um, go back up and give me Mark chapter 4, verse 9 through 11. Mark chapter 4, 9 through 11. What is it, daughter? Mark chapter 4, 9 through 11. Mark chapter 4, verse 9 through 11. And he said unto them, He that have ears to hear, let him hear. And he was alone. They that were about him with the twelve asked of him the parable. And he said unto them, Unto you it is given to know the mystery of the kingdom of Yahweh. But unto them that are all these things are done in the parable. So when you was out and you was out from Yahweh keeping the way he got it written. Everything will be done to you as a parable. You will be always all over the place. I ain't going to be able to figure out anything because he said those that's without. And that's why we keep he's telling you about coming together as one. The only way you're going to understand this thing is that come, 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 come. Yeah. Because he's going to get away from you when you without. Everything that will be said will be said to you in a parable. But it's not really a parable, but it is a parable, but you're not going to understand it because, first of all, you got to follow the rules of the regulation. Now, mother is in Second Peter 3, 8 through 10. What does it say there, mother? Uh, Second Peter chapter 3. What's the verse? 8 to 10. 8 to 10. Second Peter chapter 3, verse 8 to 10. Second Peter chapter three verse eight. But beloved, be not ignorant of this one thing, that one day is this Yahweh as a thousand years, and a thousand years as one day. Verse nine. The Yahweh is not slack concerning his promise, as some men count slack, but is long suffering to upward, not willing that any should perish, but that all should come to repentance. Verse 10. But the day of the Yahweh will come as a thief in the night, in thee, which the heaven shall pass away with a great noise, and the elements shall melt if you heat. The earth shall, the earth also, and the works that are therein shall be burned up. Will be burned up. Hey, hey Mother, back up and read um, verse number nine again. Second Peter chapter three, verse nine. Yahweh is not slack concerning his promise. As some need kind of life, but is long suffering to us was, not willing that any should perish, but that all should come to repentance. So, Yahweh is not slack on what he got written in his Bible. 
everything gonna be fulfilled. But he said that he wants all to come with repentance. Right. See, that's a a mystery right there. He wants all to come. He said, I don't want to kill you, but I'm going to kill you. And your only way out is to what What word in verse 9, mother? Repentance. Come to repentance. The only way you're going to get to where you got to get to, he left one door open for you to repent. That's <laughs> it. So, if you don't repent, that is your only option. He said, I don't want to kill you, but I'm going to kill you. But the only thing I've got open for you is repentance. Now, so now you see what, now you see where we're at now because we're in the call. Now, come on, daughter, give me a little bit more. Give me. Whatever we did say, I need a little bit more. Come on, that daughter. Okay. Don't you down to verse? Yeah, what, what mother left off on? She jumped 10 through 12, so 13 down to verse 18. What's the 13 to 18? He stopped at 10. He stopped at 10? Thank you, that mother. Z. Thank you. Give me 11 down to about. Come on. 
Second Peter chapter three verse eleven. Mm-hmm. Seeing then that all these things shall be dissolved, what manner of person are we to be in all righteousness, in all righteous conversation and righteousness? Verse twelve. Looking for an thing unto the coming of the day of Yahweh, wherein the heavens being on fire shall be dissolved. And the elements shall melt with severing heat. Break down 18. Nevertheless, we according to this promise look for a new heaven and a new earth where it dwells righteousness. Yes, I'll stop it for a second. Look at verse 13 real carefully and take your time for the last moment to really hear what you're getting ready to read in verse 13 and 14. And we're we'll, yeah. we going to stop it right there and break the hell in for that. Revelation 13, 1 down to verse 4, then the last three verses in that same chapter. Then we'll bring Mother in. Look what you get ready to bring to the national audience in verse 13 and 14. Take your time and the audience and do the knockout blow in verse 13 and 14. Come on. Wait, what chapter I'm going to again? I can't because it's knowing on the other end. What what, yeah. what you say uh, again? 3, same, 2 Peter 3. Just look at verse 13 and 14 real carefully because you are... Um, you're doing some edifying in this thing, in this for here. We've laying out some nice homework to stick in the brain in Second Peter 3, 13 and 14. What does it say, daughter? Second Peter 3, 13 and 14. Nevertheless, we, according to his promise, look for a new heaven and a new earth wherein dwelleth righteousness. 14. Wherefore, okay. beloved. Beloved, wherefore, beloved, seeing that you look for such things, be diligent that you have be found of him in peace without spot and blindness. Uh-huh. Now, now read verse 11. Okay. Take a time, daughter. Mm-hmm. Revelation chapter 3, verse 7. Seeing then that these things shall be dissolved. What manner... Of persons are you to be in all righteous conversation and yeah, so and y'all, he said, not, so he can. So Peter's asking a question. He said, This is how he's gonna do it. He said, Now, how, how is he gonna catch you? He said, That's what he's saying. He said, He's gonna do what he's saying he's gonna do, but how you gonna be when he show up on the scene? That's what he said. Would you be in a verse 11 when he show up? Because he's going to show up, and he's going to resolve everything because he didn't write the book. The father wrote the book and passed it on to him. And he read it and said, huh, this thing is completed. And remember, the seventh is the last play. The seventh is the conclusion of things. Even Genesis two three, the seventh is the, is the completion of work of worshiping him. You don't worship him when you get ready. The worship day is the seventh day. 
It ain't long after that. So it ain't no worship day after that. So that's how important that seven is. So we're going to find out something after hell to read Revelation chapter 13, 1 through 4. Hell, 13, okay. 1 through 4, what it says. In the book of Revelations, chapter 13, reading verses 1 to verse number 4. One says, And I stood upon the sand of the sea, and I saw a beast rise up out of the sea, having seven heads and ten horns, and upon his horns ten crowns, and upon his head the name of blessing. Two, and the beast which I saw was like unto a leopard, and his feet were as a feet of a bear, and his mouth as the mouth of a lion. And the dragon gave him his power, his seat, and great authority. Three, and I saw one of his heads as it was wounded to death, and his deadly wound was healed, and all the world wondered after the beast. Four. And they worshiped the dragon, which gave power unto the beast. And they worshiped the beast, saying, Who is like unto the beast? Who is able to make war with him? Mm-hmm. Now, let's get down to verse um, 9 and 10, Elder. We'll stop it right there and bring Mother in. Read verse 9 and 10. Verse number nine says, If any man have an ear, let him hear. Ten. He that leadeth into captivity shall bring it in captivity. He that killed with the sword must be killed with the sword. Here is the patience. What 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 you reading? You um is you still in um Revelation thirteen? Yeah, you you know you know your part. I I'm just all over the place myself. And 13, you read verse uh, 9 and 10, right? I just, I just read 9 and 10. All right, good. We're going to talk about that, bring Mother V in, and let Mother V uh, give a commentary on, on and we're going we to see if we analyze something out of this before this broadcast. Remember back on Airways at 9, 730 tomorrow. Hey, Mother V, one of the mothers out of Camp 1. Yahweh bless and keep you, see Israel, a royal see. Hallelujah, Yahweh. Hallelujah, Mother Z. Now, Mother Z, I know you heard a whole lot, and I'm all over the place because he got me saying some, uh, bring out some stuff, and I, it, it's all puzzled up, but we're going to straighten it all the way out. It's all going to unfold because one thing about it. If they Yahweh did, he done it in parables and dark sand. And that's how you got to bring this thing. But once you stand back off of it, you'll see it stand on both. One thing we have found out, that one day is at a thousand years with Yahweh. And we know 6,000 are passed and we're in the chapel. It ain't going no fuck. This is, a, this is it. How is he going to catch us? Yes, this oh. is it. And this is it. It ain't going no further than this. What kind of mindset would he find 
tired of doing or we tired of still confused? I don't know. But whatever the Almighty put on you, Mother, to deliver on, on take 12, take your time, and, and you're on the clock. Come on. Uh, I'm going to read in First um, Peter chapter 14, and then I'm going to James. First Peter uh, chapter 3, verse 14, verse 14. But, but, and if he suffer for righteousness' sake, happy are he, and be not afraid of the terrors, neither be troubled. And then I'm going to um, uh, James chapter James chapter one. Um, I'm not going to read. Well, I read down from one. I don't, I don't know. Now I'm going to start reading at verse twelve. Blessed is James chapter one verse twelve. Verse twelve. Blessed is the man that endured temptation, for when he is tried, he shall receive the crown of life, which the Yahweh has promised to them that love him. Verse 13, let no man say when he is tempted, I am tempted of Yahweh, for Yahweh can cannot be tempted with evil, neither tempt, tempt him any man. I said tip him any man. Verse 14, verse 14, but every man is tempted when he is drawn away from his own lust and entice. 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 Verse 15. Then, then was when, then when lust has conceived, it brings forth sin, and sin, when it is finished, brings forth death. Verse 16. Do not err. My beloved. My beloved brother, verse 17, every good gift and every perfect gift is from above and come down from the Father of light with, with whom is no barren, neither shame or trouble. Verse 18, for his own, of his own will be, be begot him us, begot he us, begot he us with the word of truth. of truth that we should be a king of first fruits and uh-huh. of his creatures. I would stop at 19, uh, verse 20. Wherefore, my beloved brother, let every man be swift to hear, 
slow to speak, slow to wrath, verse 20, for, for the wrath of man worketh not the righteousness of Yahweh. And I'm going to stop it so I move, but I'm going to stop and say hallelujah. 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 Life unto the enemy, 
of the beast, that the image of the beast should both speak, and cause that as many as would not wishes the beast, wishes the image of the beast should be killed. Now, now, that, now that's a big problem, though. Now, now, you, now, now that's another, see, that's another dog saying it in parable. You see what you've dropped down in? You've dropped a whole lot. You don't need to try to explain it. And we will let a lot of it explain itself. But you have dropped the bombshell. Remember, similitude, similitude, dog saying, all mm-hmm. that riddle, parable. It's all in that. So you have to identify all this. And we're going to try to drop something on you to make you think. After Mother give her closing statement. Mother, you still talk. Close statement, you're on the clock. Come on. Thank you for praising y'all for the class. Thank you for praising y'all for each and every one that's listening to the class. Thank you for praising y'all for the teachers and for the ones that's reading. Thank you for praising y'all for them. And I'm going to read just uh, one verse of Proverbs chapter 15, verse 1. The eyes of the Yahweh are in every place, beholding the evil and the good. Hallelujah. 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 And remember, he told those that he gave his word to. Remember, remember Jonathan, he's been exiled. He's off on the Isle of Pablo. So it's nothing he can write to the seven churches, the congregation of Israel, that was not read. So he went out. If anything was threatened against them, they would have came back and delivered him up. So everything is coming in have been in parables and dark sayings that the world did not understand, but they can say, we, we got your message. So he's saying now, if you worship this beast, you're going you to be killed. Now, daughter, pick it up verse 16 to 18, that daughter. Let's see what it says, 16 to 18. Then go real to the 14th chapter, read verse 9 and 10. Then go real to the 14th chapter, daughter, and read 9, 10, and we'll see what time we have after you read the 13th chapter, verse 16 through 18. Then go real to the 14th chapter, read verse 9 and 10. You on the clock, daughter. Yeah, come on. This is 1 Peter. Now we're in Revelation. Oh, well. In Revelation 13, 16 through 18. Then you go on to Revelation 14, verse 9 and 10, and the closing statement there, daughter. Do it, Tom. Let us first begin Revelation chapter 13, verse 16 through 18. Mm-hmm. Yeah, what did that say, daughter? And he calls all both small and great. Rich and poor, free and bond, to receive a mark in their right hand or in their foreheads. Mm-hmm. Seventeen. 
that no man might battle or sell, say he that had the mark, or the name of the beast, or the number of his name. 18. Here is wisdom. Let him that have understood count the number of the beast of a man, and his number is 603 score and 6. So it's man number. It's six hundred and three scores and six. This man, this man, much man. If you have, if you got this man's mark, or you got the the number of this man's name, otherwise this man carries six six six. Six. That means one thing about being six. This man is six six six. That means. You cannot make it to a seven. And we find out what gets you a seven, you have to do something. Daughter, can you give me that verse 9 and 10 down to 14 chapter? Verse 14, 9 and 10. That's what it says. Yeah. 14, 9 and 10. And the third, and the third angel followed them, saying with a loud voice, If any man worships the beast and his image, and receive his mark in his forehead or in his hand. Ten, the same shall drink up the wine of the wrath of Yahweh, which is poured out without mixture into the cup of his indignation. And he shall be tormented with fire and groundstone in the presence of his righteous angels and in the presence of the Lamb. But, but, but they, they identify this man as what in 1318? This is, this is what he says, the wisdom part is what again? Thirteen, eighteen, and other. Here's wisdom. Let him that have understanding count the number of the beast, for it is the number of a man, and his number is six hundred three score and six. Ah, uh, and and all thing of we read earlier will get you life. He says life is there for you, but you have to. Repent. You have to repent. Now give me um a daughter, give me one fifteen of Ecclesiastes and seven thirteen of closing statement. Ecclesiastes chapter one fifteen and seven thirteen. Listen what he says, uh, daughter. He, see we will throw a bunch of riddles out there and now tomorrow night lesson we might start unraveling the critical time going run out. But look what he said. Remember, this man noble is six six six. So this man that this man talking about, he can't make it to a certain thing that daughter get ready to read. He don't have a gene to do and daughter getting ready to read something because if you if your elevator ought to go up to the six. You're not completed till you get to the seven. And then Ecclesiastes one fifteen out of the regular book says what, daughter? Ecclesiastes chapter one fifteen. That which is crooked cannot be made straight, and that which is wanting cannot be found. You hear you said, daughter? He said that yeah. what that has been made crooked, it can't get straight. The can't get straight. Why? Seven thirteen, same book. Ecclesiastes chapter seven thirteen. 
Consider the work of Yahweh. For who can make that straight which he have made crooked? So, that's big talk, man. That's big talk. So, Yahweh hand in making a man level would not come up to the seventh because when you come to the seventh, that means you have done something uh, in a riddle and when you only stop at six, that means you could never pull a trigger on seven, which is called the completion in the last. That means you can never get that way. Now, that, that hope to make the whole national do some thinking. Who, who is this man we talking about? Are we leave it like that. Hey, daughter of Yahweh Israel, you um, dropped the bombshell, you... Help your own in grand style. What's your closing statement is you on the clock. Come on. I'm going to read Psalm 57, 1, 2, and 3. Be merciful unto me, Yahweh. Oh, Yahweh, be merciful unto me. For my soul trusts in thee. Yeah, in the shadow of thy wings will I make my refuge until these calamities be overpassed. I will cry unto the Yahweh most high, unto Yahweh that performs all things for me. He shall send from heaven and save me from the reproach of him that will swallow me up. Yahweh shall send forth his mercy and his truth. Hallelujah, Yahweh. Hallelujah. 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 That's right. Now remember, we read a profound statement. I was asking, dog. But he made a profound statement at hell. He made a profound statement in 1 verse 5 of Luke. Can you throw C out of one verse five? See, Yahweh have laid a bombshell in the night lesson, but it's all off into parable. But one thing he says that we can read, Elder, Mr. T of Israel, Luke one verse five says what? Elder, Mr. T of Israel. What do Luke one verse five say, Elder? Luke 1, verse 5 says, There was in the days of Herod, the king of Judea, a certain priest whose name was Zacharias, of the course of Isaiah. And his wife was the daughter of Aaron, and her name was Elizabeth. Yeah, and what happened in verse 6? 6. And they were both righteous before Yahweh, Walking in all the commandments and ordinance of Yahweh of believers. So the key to get Yahweh involved, we must make sure that we equally yoke and both got to be righteous, blameless in Yahweh. And that's when he started uh, selling that mind to really understand some things. Every time we try to figure out uh, uh, outside <laughs> mind, inside the mind upon the control of Yahweh, we're going to be out real weak. We're asking ourselves for some cuckoo pop. We become a cuckoo pop. You know what happens? When we um, try to come up another way in some big time Yahweh. So now, Elder, we, uh, we own something, Elder. It's going to cut us short, but 
I want to run and and remember one thing. Yahweh is saying one thing. The only way you can be set up for a seven, you got to do some things that we have to read in Acts 3.19, what it says in Acts 3.19. I tell you what, read Mark 1.15, just get warmed up. Look at Mark, look at Mark 1, verse 15. Okay. In the book of Mark. Going to chapter 1. Verse number 15. 15 says, And saying, the time is fulfilled, and the kingdom of Yahweh is at hand. Repent ye and believe the gospel. Mm-hmm. He said, He said, Now, the time is at hand. He said, Repent and believe the gospel means the covenant. He said, Repent and believe. The covenant. Yeah, we're saying. Now let's go to uh, Acts three nineteen. Why? Why should we repent and believe the gospel, which is the covenant, elder? And Acts three nineteen. Why should we do all that good stuff? Why? Three nineteen. So Acts. Book of Acts, chapter three, verse nineteen says, "Repent ye therefore, and be converted." that your sins may be blotted out when the times of refreshing shall come from the presence of the Yahweh. So Yahweh leave it open for you to do what? Repent. Repent. He leave it open before blotted out. So he's telling you you're on the way out. You got to repent. And you got to 33, 15 of Ezekiel. He said, I'm leaving open for you to repent, but you have to wipe the place clean in Ezekiel 33, verse 15, saying what? In the book of Ezekiel, chapter 33, verse number 15 says, If the wicked restore the pledge, give again that he had robbed. Walk in the statutes of life without committing iniquity. He shall surely live. He shall not die. Who, who, who did he say? What, what word did he use? Did they have to do this for him? Who got to do that for The wicked. He said the, the wicked, wicked. got to be the one that uh to get death over your head, he said, the wicked got to do these things, the wicked. He said, if you want to live, you got to give back what you have stolen, that you have robbed, and give a great repentance. You got to give back what you have stolen, robbed. Now he said, the wicked got to do Now he said, now in Second Thessalonians chapter down to verse 12, you know, Second Thessalonians chapter 2, verse 8 down to verse 12. Can you have to see out 
This is the wicked got to do. The wicked got to give back what he has stolen and he has robbed. Then he'll live. About his age. But what you read in the second Thessalonians chapter 2, verse number 8 to 12. In the book of Second Thessalonians, chapter 2, reading 8 to verse number 12. 8 says, And then shall that wicked be revealed, whom the aqua shall consume with the spirit of his mouth, and shall destroy with the brightness of his coming. 9. Even him whose coming is after the working of Satan, with all the power and signs of blind wonder, and all the deceivables of unrighteousness in them that perish, because they receive not the love of the truth, that they might be saved. 11. And for this cause, Yahweh shall send them strong delusion that they should believe a lie. 12. That they might be damned who believe not the truth, but have pleasure in unrighteousness. Mm-hmm. They, they, they're going to be damned because they got pleasure in unrighteousness. Un- Verse 8 again, Elder 8 and 9 again. Verse 8 and 9. Okay. Verse number 8 says, And then shall that wicked be revealed, whom the Yahweh shall consume with the spirit of his mouth, and shall destroy with the brightness of his coming. Nine, even him whose coming is after the working of Satan with all power and signs of lying wonders. You say you got miracles and all signs and powers of lying wonders. You said wicked got to be revealed. In Jeremiah 49, can you pick it up verse 7 down to verse 10 now? He said wicked have to be revealed. But he got signs, miracles, and lying wonders. The wicked. This wicked have to be revealed. He got all kind of signs and lying wonders. He got to be revealed, he said. Jeremiah 49, 7, 9, verse 10, here, what he say? The book of Jeremiah, chapter 49, from Reading from verse 7 to 10. 7 mm-hmm. says, Concerning Edom, thus says the Yahweh of hosts, His wisdom no more in Timon. His counsel perished from the group. Is their wisdom vanished? 8. Flee, turn back, dwell deep, O inhabitants of Dina. For I will bring the calamity of Esau upon him the time that I will visit him. Come to thee. Would they not leave some gleaming grapes? If these by night, they will destroy till they have enough. Ten. But I have made Esau bare. I have uncovered his secret places, and he shall not be able to hide himself. His seed is spoiled, and his brethren and his righteousness he is not. He said he can't hide himself. How does he hide himself? What, what is he doing? In Revelation 2, 9 and 3, 9. 
3, 9, and 10. Hey, look, what is, how is he, he says, he's not going to be able to hide himself from him. What is it? What is he hiding behind? Oh, well, listen, 2, verse 9. He says, this wicked, no, now he'll put a name on it. He said, he might be revealed because he can't hide himself no more. The spirit of his mouth is his Bible. That's the spirit of his mouth, his book. So somebody's going to just read his Bible. And what is you hiding behind? What is you doing? Revelation 2, verse 9. The book of Revelation, chapter 2, verse number 9 says, I know their works and tribulations and poverty, but I found rich, and I know the blasphemy of them which say they are Jews and are not, but they are synagogue of Satan. You see what he's saying? He said, I know the ones that call themselves Judah, Jew means, but they are not. They the synagogue of Satan. He said, the wicked will sit up if you in Thessalonians by Satan. They got to be revealed. He said, I know the one that called himself Jude, Judah, but I'm not. They are the synagogue of Satan. Revelation chapter 3, verse 9 and 10 and 11. Revelation 3, 9 and 10. Revelation chapter 3, verse 9 and 10, Elder. Well, yeah, Elder. Revelation 3, verse 9 and 10. 9 and 10. 9 says, Behold, I will make them of synagogue of Satan, which, they, which say they are Jews and are not, but do lie. Behold, I will make them come and worship before my feet, for thy feet, and to know that I have loved thee, because thou hast kept the word of my patience. I also will keep thee from the hour of temptation, which shall come upon all the world to try them that dwell upon the earth. No, Dr. Richard, the others. So he said, I know the one that called himself Judah, the true Jew, Jew, Judah, but I'm not. They are the working, the workers of Satan, the devil. He said, they don't have to be revealed. And he says in um, verse 15, the closing statement, what he said in verse 15, and the closing statement. Okay, in verse number 15, it says, I know that works, that thou art neither cold nor hot. I would thou were cold nor hot. <clears throat> we'll cover it there, Elder. So why Jacqua said about with the spirit of book, but it, it will be revealed in parables and dark things. It'll be revealed to you that the only one that would not repent is written in the book, um, to receive a seven, you got to repent. So in Hebrews chapter 12, 16 and 17, and a closing statement, I'm through with it, it's all on you to give a closing statement after you read, who on record would not make it to seven, 
because it's too high for them. Read it. 12, 16, 17 Hebrews. And the closing statement. That's it. Me. In Mars 7, 13. Okay. Hebrews chapter 12, verses um, 16 and 17. Oh, 16 and 17. Christ said, least there be any fornicator or profane person as he saw, also of me sold his birthright. 17. For ye know that afterwards, which he would have inherited the blessings, he was rejected, for he found no place of repentance, though he sought it carefully with tears. Close that, my elders, all yours. Close out. Well, the only thing I can say for a closing statement is that we're lucky we have a, a temple like the Voice of the True of the Light that teaches us the word as it's written because it helps us see people to holler that they are from the tribe of Judah and are not. Because we can find that in Revelation 1 verse 3. Blessed he that readeth and see the words, the words of his property because time and hand is at me. Hallelujah. 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 We catch everybody tomorrow at 730. Remember, Yahweh spoke in dark sayings and parables. It ain't but one race of people on the planet that will not repent. So they never can hit the high note of a seven. That's why that man of sin got to be revealed. And it's a number of a man called 666. And six is incomplete. That means he can't get, can't get right. Come to realize it's a man called Esau, the side son, that can't hit the high note. That wasn't created hit the high note. Remember, everything in Revelation 5, was already orchestrated by the Father. Everybody planned their role only. Catch tomorrow at 7.30. We'll leave you with that. Four uh, words we talked about. The children of Israel. The children of Israel. Now, we're going to find out can you get you out of the children of Israel. Now, what I want to do now is find out how that word, we'll see exactly who this word belongs to. Father, brother, word. Judaism in 740 AD. Uh, they were a savage, barbarian people from Russia. They were from Russia. Whose ancestors had never set foot in Israel. Yeah. Which is the nation of the Israelis. Every one of their leaders has come from this background. Yeah. Over 90% of the people we know as Jews today are Ashkenazis. Look what we got there. Nine percent of them is Askenazi. Catch you tomorrow. And Askenazi is the sentence of Japhetic, and they are stole their identity too. Remember we read in um thirty three fifteen? You gotta give back what you have robbed. And you have robbed everybody out of their nationality too. Then you got to give a great repentance after you get back 
everything you have robbed. Huh? Until you do that, you remain sick, sick, sick. Because you just can't get right. Because you're not reading the Bible for you to get right. So you see that? 